0: Teachers and staff have returned to work in St. Johns County Public Schools under three weeks until the first day of school, whether it be brick and mortar or whether it be from home or virtual. Superintendent Tim Forson with us on Jacksonville's Morning News, and uh, I'm sure that there is still a lot more logistical planning that happens uh, behind the scenes. But y- you sent a message to parents and uh, staff uh, just last evening. What's the overall theme that you want to kind of plant in people's heads uh, less than three weeks before back to school? Well,
1: I, I think the overall theme is just that that we need to be consistent at our schools with how we uh, carry out our safety protocols and uh, that includes um, the wearing a mask. And I, I know that's a that's a hot topic, certainly in our communities. Uh, but I think for us as schools, it's important that we have clarity uh, so that when our students walk in the very first day, they know what the expectations are.
0: All right. So walk through what the mask policy and procedures are going to be. And does it differ for like a kindergarten kid who probably is going to struggle to keep it on all day all the way up to the high school level?
1: Well it it, it varies really not by um, the age of the child. It, it varies by the, the environment and the circumstances they find themselves in in the day. So, our, you know, our expectation with uh, masks is they are required when you come on campus, they're required until the child reaches that first classroom that they're in each day when they have a, a temperature check. Um, and then if they're in a classroom where they have the ability to social distance, um, and it's a, that's actually probably more frequent in our elementary and our primary classrooms, then they don't have to have that mask on when they have that six feet of distance and it's structured in a way that's safe for them. Uh, We also have um, shields that exist in those classrooms as well. So there's secondary barriers, even when uh, there's an environment where they can social distance. And then, uh, again, when they're at lunch, obviously, you're not going to wear a mask at lunch. Uh, but but throughout the day when they're moving, when they're in the hallways, when there's a risk of um, close contact, uh, the expectation is that masks are worn. And in some classrooms, uh, especially secondary classrooms where there may be upwards to 30 students, uh, uh, students and, and the adults may have to have masks on throughout that class period.
0: Are there consequences for refusal to do so?
1: Well, I, I think one of the things we've tried to do is not, not make it a... Um, Uh, code of conduct, uh, punishment type of situation. Last thing I want to see in any student's record is consequences for not wearing a mask. There may be consequences for insubordination or defiant behavior, but really not for that. I think one of the things I did share in my message, though, is that um, if if it's repeated and, and we just can't get compliance and cooperation and support from a student, then we may move that student to the distance learning environment for a period of time uh, just because I'm not going to put uh, other employees and other students at risk.
0: Are you troubled at all by some of the images that have come from places like Georgia? I think of the Paulding County School District outside of Metro Atlanta. They got a lot of national attention, fair or unfair, however you want to judge that, about uh, crowded, cla- or crowded hallways, no one wearing a mask seemingly. Does that give you pause on any decisions that you've already made or what over the next couple of weeks decisions you will make?
1: Well, I, I think it does. I think it, it's just smart to, to observe what we're seeing and, and what's happening. And I think that um, one of the things it, it reinforces with is it, it can't be uh, an optional kind of circumstance. We can't have some uh, opting out of a mask and others uh, having great anxiety over the importance of everyone being there. So so we have to be consistent about what our expectations are.
0: Uh, and I guess the closing thought on the mask uh, policy or, or a question that comes up within the classroom, who ultimately is making those decisions about the refusal? Is it uh, the teacher? I mean, I'm, I, as a parent, I wonder, is my teacher, my students, teacher spending more time policing, mask wearing than actually teaching in the classroom? How are you navigating that conversation at the school level?
1: Well, and I think that's one of many conversations that I wish we didn't have to have, but I think there'll be conversations about personal um, sanitation and hand washing and and behaviors that we need, especially with young children. We're going to have to repeatedly have those conversations and and wearing a mask, and and the importance of that is just – just we're looking after you and we're looking after the, your friends and your and your peers in the classroom and so we we certainly want to take it from a positive perspective but yes there'll be conversations there'll be repeated conversation about about mask and about sanitation
0: all right under three weeks to go we'll have another chance i'm sure to visit before august 31st comes around superintendent tim force st john's schools and we're committed to bringing you close to all of the information that matters most to you from every community we heard from duval school superintendent dr diana green late last week on friday and we'll continue to explore the depths going forward certainly we're all learning this together aren't we 755 is jacksonville's morning news continues